Welcome everyone. We are about to begin by Session BPW Sheer number seventy-two. Came across a wonderful book called Isaac Negdoy by Sarah Radcliffe with uh, various Haskamis. Has a tremendous amount of insight in it. I'd like to share some of the concepts in this book. Talks about Ezer Kinegdai. In the structure of marriage, that's what the Torah tells us about the woman who was created to be an Ezer Kinegdai as a helpmate opposite her husband. So, what does that mean? Obviously, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu that did this. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's design. The Melech Malchiam Lochem. That he wants this. He wants a woman to be an Ezer Kenegdai for her husband. What kind of help is this? What, what help does this mean? What does it entail? The fact that a woman is created to help a man, her husband, and to be a companion for him makes people in error believe that the Torah views women as simply being convenient, quote-unquote, servants to the husband. Helping them. Helping them with the cooking, cleaning, filling their every whim, their every need. And that is not what it's about. Yes, it's true. Homemaking is a main occupation for many women, and they do help in all these areas. But that's not what this is all about. This help is way and beyond what this means. What is it? What is this Azer? This Azer is the ability of a woman to be a catalyst, to be an influencer. So much so that the man is incomplete before the creation of Chava, the Azer Kenegdai. And the main Nakuda of it is, is that by being herself, her true self, the way Hashem designed her, the way Hashem created her, she is automatically, in her essence, a help to her husband. It's not a one-way situation where the wife helps the husband and he does nothing in return. That's not the Teres Kavana. A wife does need her husband's love and her husband's support. Her husband is to be a mashpia to her, to give her and to shower upon her kindness and love and caring. And he needs to give her that. So obviously, a Jewish husband is obligated to treat his wife with the utmost respect and the utmost kindness. And as a mirror image, she, too, is meant to treat her husband in the same loving manner, with great respect. They're mutual obligations to each other. And that's how Shalom Bayes is created. Kamayim ponim al ponim. There's a reciprocal love relationship. But nevertheless, there is an union of Azer, specifically to the woman, the wife, this is an incredible privilege that a husband needs to recognize in his wife as an Azer, 
and to have a karsa to her for that. What is this Azer? So she goes back to the Torah's illustrations of this. You see, for example, when Sarah saw that Avram's older other child, Yishmael, was a negative influence to Yitzchak, she made that decision to separate her son Yitzchak from Yishmael, and she possessed that understanding about the harmful effects that the influence of one child Yishmael would have over the other Yitzchak, and he, she was able to perceive that beyond Avraham. Until Hashem had to say to Avraham, don't feel bad about this and listen to Sarah. Miriam, similar situation. Encourage her parents to continue to have children. Amram divorced Yecheved. All of Klai Yisrael divorced their wives. Miriam said, your gezerah is worse than Paris. Paris only killing the Jewish boys. You're killing by not marrying and having children or by separating and not having children. You're killing, in a certain sense, boys and girls. And her own father, Godladar Amram, did not share her depth of perception in this. But rather, Amram realized he relied on her insight and followed her advice. And Amram remarried Yecheved. And Amram took his wife back. And Moshe Rabbeinu was born. Same thing with the women of the, of the Midbar. It was the women who refused to participate in the sin of the eagle. Oin ben Pelas. It was his wife that saved him from the disaster that befell Kairach because the wife wisely advised him to remove himself from that dispute. That was a Bini Yaseva that she had. The uncovering of the hair was also a tremendous amount of chachma, counterintuitive, but that's what she did to save her husband. So they have a certain special intuition. The wives, the women. So that Azer, that Azer is part of her nature that deep, deep Bina Yesera is what helps her be an Azer for her husband because her husband does not have that Bina Yesera. He needs that inner deep wisdom from his wife in order to survive and in order to thrive. So a woman has a natural intuition and understanding and disposition to help her husband to enhance her marital relationship. Even the decoration of the house, the activities that occur there, the mundane conversations, all reflecting entire ideals, the behind-the-scenes aspects of it, which is really the foundation of everything. The love and kindness that she exhibits towards her husband is the essence of the Tyra and its values. The essence is what she gives over to her children. When the husband is mechoyiv to be mekayim, all mitzvahs are beinodam lachaveray, between a man and his fellow, which is based on the mitzvah of ve'ahavta l'riacha kamoicha. Who's the most biggest riacha? His wife. 
his wife is the main person that he needs to be mekayim this mitzvah of v'ahavta l'reyacha kamaycha. Same thing on the negative of leisainu ishes amisai, not to cause pain to your friend. It's mostly emphasizing one's wife. Don't cause her any pain. She has a natural sensitivity and insight that makes her an expert in that realm. And it's her privilege to do this for her husband. And as we explain on the other side of the mechitza, it's on the husband's responsibility to take this very seriously and to give his wife the proper love and respect for being that Azar to him, for being the Shliach of Hashem to help him. So this is the idea. The Azar really is a two-way street to a certain degree. They each help each other because this is what a marriage relationship needs to be. It's interdependence is the word. It's not codependent or dependent, which is not healthy. It's not total dependence, which is also not healthy, but a combination of being together as one, but at the same time being in separate individuals. Interdependence, appreciating each own's unique character, but yet being a one unified whole. It's an individual who is living with another individual, but it's more than that because a Jewish woman is part of her husband, intimately attached to her husband on a spiritual level. They're one in essence and purpose. So any help that the wife gives her husband is helping them both. Every love, act of love that the husband showers upon his wife is helping him as well. Whether the woman's helping in the house, whether she's helping provide extra income that benefits her own life, benefits her husband's life, helps her husband spiritually benefit, and benefits her spiritual life. If she helps him to become a kinder, more considerate human being, then she herself will benefit from that improvement as well. We talked about the Azer Kinegdoi. Kinegdoi does not mean to fight him, although the Medrash does say that in Rashi Potsa, that if you're not Zaycha, if you're not worthy, which means pretty much that if you don't behave properly in the most cases, then the help will become Kinegdoi opposing you. But the Kinegdoi is really part of the Azer. It's called encouraging and challenging. But the main purpose is to encourage. Even when you challenge, you're encouraging. You want them to become the best possible self that they could be. And it's very important because, again, a woman will often, it makes sense, they resent the fact that their husband does not always live up to her expectation or her standards of what personal conduct should be. And again, it's a two-way street. A husband has to be careful too. He can't be disappointed in his wife if she has whatever lapse she may have. Yes, they both try to challenge each other in a healthy way. And a wife could accept the challenge to help her, her husband come closer to her ideals and fulfill his potential in a pleasant way. But again, marriage is not a hospital and she's not his mashkiach, she's not his rav. She's not in power to make the marriage work totally. 
it's dependent upon the husband as well. Hashem did provide her with special qualities that allowed her to be a positive influence in the relationship. By simply being herself and by striving to be her best possible self. By her trying to be her best possible self, she helps her husband become his best possible self. That is really the key. When each one, husband, wife, individually, do everything they can to be the best people they could possibly be, ultimately their marriage will become greater and closer and more beautiful. Because improvement cannot help but have a positive impact on the marital relationship. There's no question about it. And yes, men are not malachim, they're not angels. Women are not angels. We're all human beings. We struggle with our own weaknesses, our faults. When a woman lives with another being, a man, he has his own set of imperfections. He needs to tolerate her imperfections and she needs to tolerate his. Very often a woman may be reluctant. Why should I give myself to a husband that will not treat her in the most loving way in return and she may defensively withhold her warmth towards him withhold her kindness from him becoming a kinegdoi opposite him against him rather than with him and that makes sense you know sometimes a husband could make his wife unhappy and his the wife will be inclined to retaliate and she'll respond you're not nice to me I'm not nice to you you're nasty to me, I'll be nasty to, me, to you. And it becomes a vicious cycle, and each one becomes more and more miserable. But again, what we're saying now, we say on the other side of Mechitza to the men as well. Everyone should, on their own, try to take that first step towards reconciliation or towards being the better. Let your better self get the better hold of you at that time. So... In your case, when a woman accepts the challenge of being a Eze Konegdoi, working on her own midas, elevating her own behavior, she will find over time that her husband will eventually change his behavior pattern as well. She, he will begin to emulate her good example, or at least build up enough trust and positive feeling towards her that will have him change his position over time, like a catalyst that's a true Azer. She will influence him in a tremendous way. This is the Kayach of Dina, right? Because it says, according to many Pshatim, that Yaakov was held accountable by hiding Dina from Asa because Dina could have influenced her husband in a very positive way. Now, that doesn't mean it's so simple. It doesn't mean that a husband should passively wait for his wife to show him the way. When we talk to the men, we explain that they need men need to work hard towards establishing their own shalom bias at all times. To always be menschlich to their wives and loving to their wives and caring towards their wives. However, the key is though, is that a woman needs to realize that she is a tremendous mashpia. If she fills her cup full, it will overflow. And it will overflow to him and he will become a better person as a result of you, his wife, becoming a better person. 
That's a call the mashpia. There's two ways to look at it. Either you pour into a cup and it overflows. So you pour within yourself all the good midas. It overflows to your husband. It just simply can't help itself. It automatically will influence him to become better. Or like Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky says on the word hashpah, shipu is like a slant. You set by example, by being dignified, by being loving, by being as the best version of yourself. Your husband, over time, it will influence him by osmosis to become a better person himself. And although, yes, they help each other, they're both an azer for each other, they're both, in a way, azer connected for each other as well, each one challenges each other, but the fact that Hashem put this terminology by the woman, azer connected, is because she has that meaning yaseira that a man does not have. She has that ability. Within her, she inherently possesses beautiful qualities that can be a positive influence on her husband. She is the ultimate catalyst, a big bracha of influence, directly influencing in a subtle way her husband in the best possible way. So she has a tremendous amount of bracha and tremendous amount of talent and bini yaseira that she needs her husband to accomplish and her husband needs her to help him fulfill that mission. And you all have it within your power to do so with love and with care. And Hashem has such nachas ruach when you, through your own behaviors, influence your husband indirectly as a catalyst by just being there and being the best you can be. And it seeps into your husband and HaKadosh Baruch Hu has nachas ruach from you for giving him that support and that love and that care. Brach and